news for a Waffle Butt Media podcast. What's poppin', Schweg Nation? Welcome to this episode of the Schwagcast. I am your host, like always, Sam Schwegler. If you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. We greatly appreciate it, and we even appreciate you more if you wrote a review on iTunes because those reviews actually get the show some attention. And that's what we need, attention. We're like a young girl who needs attention. Or a young boy. You know, I've met a lot of boys who need more attention than girls do, to be honest. I think girl is the regular uh, phrase you use when you say attention. That's Which is weird. Let's, let's think about that. Let's get woke. And if you want to contact us, you can email us at theschwegcast at gmail.com. Or you can slide into our DMs on Twitter. It's at theschwegcast. And... Follow us there, too. Keep up what we're doing and uh, see what other fun shenanigans we are doing while we are on the Twitterverse. I've also got the... Oh, to, oh, whew, don't know how to mess up. I've got the owner of Waffle Butt Media, Tim Philippi, on the show today to let him, you know, just let some things out about the things he hates in music. We also talk about the Catch Me Outside Girls' new song. Yeah, that's right. And we even just learned after we recorded it the episode that she was signed to Atlantic Records. And uh, there's a lot of good artists on Atlantic Records. So I assume what's going on is they're giving her some sort of deal where they're going to rip her off and get the money she's making. And uh, that's about that. And we're going to talk about Taylor Swift's new singles. We finally get to talk about it, but I'm still keeping my... I'm still more excited about the album because the deep cuts are probably going to be better in my opinion. Also, Tim chimes in on a certain Christian podcast who's been talking a lot of shit about me on their show, and so we finally get a response back from the owner of the network and see what he's had to deal with and what his opinion on the situation is. And also, since I don't have anyone to promote on this episode, I thought, hey, I'll just share some of my own music and uh, play one of my songs. So the song I'm going to play on this episode is Loving You. If it's those of you who are listening to this episode and have never listened to my music before, it's from my mixtape. They say it's Photoshop, and it is free on my Bandcamp page, exclusively on Bandcamp. And so, yeah, you can download that song there and listen to it if you like it. The song's called Loving You, and I hope you love it. And so... Last Wednesday, so about a week ago from this episode airing, I got to see my favorite songwriter slash producer, Jack Antonoff, with his band Bleachers, get to play. And I got to see them for the second time. I got to see them at Marathon Music Works here in Nashville. And one of my, it was just a great show altogether. Because the first time I saw them, they only had one album out. It was their uh, Strange Desire album. And, you know, when you get to see a band you really like and they're, like, they only have one album out, you're not going to be disappointed in what songs they, like, do and don't play. Like, they got to play every song you wanted to hear. And surprisingly, now that they have two albums out, they didn't play a song that I was like I wasn't upset that they didn't miss a song I wanted to hear. Like they played all the songs I wanted to hear from them, and I was thinking like a handful of songs that they could have played. And I was thinking like, well, uh, that would have probably brought down the mood, or I don't know if that was a good song live. It may be a better song in a different situation, not a live full band show. And so, but yeah, when they played Foreign Girls, which is possibly my most emotionally connected song with on the album. I, yeah, I, I did cry a little bit, so I am I am willing to admit that. I did, however, I decided I want to do something, because I realized that when I drink a little bit, I kind of loosen up and kind of just enjoy 
myself a little bit more, enjoy hanging out and stuff like that. And so I thought, I've never really been to a show drunk before or like tipsy or buzzed or whatever. And so I was like, I wonder what that experience is going to be like because, you know, with the, at a party or whatever, it, you loosen up a little bit. I learned that I should not ever drink at a show ever again because I just get more sad, especially at a band like Bleachers, who I already get pretty, like, uh, emotional listening to their music. Like, <laughs> listening to it when I'm drunk was not a good idea for me. And so that's one of the suggestions I have. Uh, drink at your own pace. Uh, enjoy a good time. And always have a good time. And uh, speaking of which, I when I like to go out drinking, and especially getting there and back, I wanted to stay safe, and I didn't want to pay for parking, but I also didn't want to drive there and be drunk. So what I decided to do was get a Lyft. Lyft was great. I had a great driver named Jose who brought me there. When I go out drinking, I like to wear my D.A.R.E. shirt. For those of you non-90s kids who don't remember, D.A.R.E. was like this program to keep kids off drugs and alcohol and stuff like that. And so, yeah, we got to have a fun conversation about D.A.R.E. and about that. And so I'm like, yeah, this is my partying shirt. But Jose was great enough, a great Lyft driver who got me to Marathon Music Works from my home. Perfect. While I was a little drunk already going in there and it was a phenomenal thing i gave jose a five-star rating because four out of five lifts drivers get a five-star rating and for those of you who don't know we are sponsored by lyft the show is sponsored by lyft the free lyft app gets users a ride in minutes on demand 24 7 for less than the cost of a cab when you use promo code schwedcast when signing up you get a 50 dollars ride credit towards your first few rides with Lyft. I got a ride there and back from the concert. And, you know, would you rather pay for parking at a concert or would you just get a ride there? That was my theology behind this. And that is why I decided to do that. And so I also want to talk about another great sponsor. This episode of the Shredcast is sponsored by DistroKid. DistroKid is the service that gets your music out to multiple online retailers and saves you the hassle. They get your music on all the major platforms such as iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, and many more. This is a great for originals and also covers too. So if you those of you like to release covers, this DistroKid is a great source for you to use. DistroKid gets you the license you need for those covers and it's great. DistroKid is actually what I distribute my music from. You can actually listen to Loving You on all the streaming services. If you don't want to download it and you want to still stream it, you can actually listen to Loving You. And I went through DistroKid to put it on Spotify. And, you know, I can actually say how great they are to use this product. I actually like using the products I like to promote on the show. And DistroKid is definitely one of those companies. It only costs $20 a year, and you keep 100% of your earnings. You can get a 7% discount off your first year by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash Schwedcast. And I also have that link in the description of the episode, so you won't want to miss that too. And before we get to the episode, I just want to shout out that I was on America the Podcast. I got a little out of my comfort zone, and I got to talk about my views on the Nashville Statement. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's great. I would go back and listen to that. It's also with Tim, who you're going to listen to on this episode, and we were recorded that before this so if we make a joke in this episode that you don't get it might be from that previous episode and you might need to listen to it it's a great episode so i would definitely check that out and in the meantime stay awesome and we'll get to my talk with tim be 
hit by. So tell me, how was Austin hit by Harvey? Uh, it was pretty. <clears throat> I don't know, like two days of just solid rain. That was mm-hmm. it. Like, uh, it, there was floods for sure. Uh, there's a lot of areas around here that flood, but um, overall, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Uh, just lots and lots of rain. Uh, Houston got it, you know, obviously. I mean, obviously, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if any of you but. have heard, but Houston went through a big hurricane. That it did. And right now, as we're recording, uh, Irma is about to hit. Irma. But none of that, yep. none of that is it's, as scary as Hurricane Tim, a level three Limerita storm. What is that? My name? <laughs> Limeritas no, are gross. I, 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 no, I, I've been making this joke. <laughs> Obviously, every great joke ends with "I'm joking," but does it? <laughs> I know that's that's also a joke. You see. <laughs> But anyways, I've been making this joke uh, with some people. If you just like put their name like like Hurricane Matt or Hurricane Tim, and it'd be like a level three Limerita storm. Like it's just like a drunk God. a drunk storm, you know. <laughs> that was funny. my my initial like reaction behind. So yeah, yeah, I've just been making jokes throughout people's despair. Yeah, well, it's, you man, we deal with humor or we deal with tragedy in different ways. Tragedy humor plus is one of them. Timing plus comedy. Yeah, exactly. I'm. I deal with humor or tragedy with humor. So, mm-hmm. so that's how I deal with America the podcast. I know, and uh, I think we have to. Well, well, first of all, update since the last time you're on. I got a Thunderbolt dock, so now nice. And I'm upgrading my hard drive uh, after we get done recording. So nice. So Wait, how how big? Uh, I mean, it's just like a 500 terabyte, but it's a SSD. So oh, okay. So and I, I up- wait. Did you say five hundred terabyte? Gig- gigabytes. Jeez. Oh my terabytes. god! It was like, gee, what the fuck? How do you afford that? Uh, yeah, I know. Like, I could barely afford like the five hundred, but yeah. But uh, yeah, it's gonna upgrade. I upgrade to sixteen gigs of RAM, and so my computer is spot on. FYI. Right on. Well, good so, for you, man. And then Proud you're you. and you're upset with Tascam. Yeah, my ta- Tascam uh, discontinued my audio interface and i can't get a new driver and i'm stuck on el capitan of the os on mac and yeah so i can't get any of the new features didn't even use sierra and the new one's about to come out and it looks awesome and i can't use it because Tascam sucks so Tascam just like went out of business no, they didn't go out of business. They just discontinued the US 600. I, I got it like a long time ago. And I mean, I've never used an audio interface that needs like these ridiculous drivers like this. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, some have them. Yeah, obviously. But like, they at least keep updating them. Like, geez, like it cannot be that difficult to upgrade this five megabyte file to say work on Sierra versus work on El Capitan. Well, know. like, the weird thing, oh, I'm thinking because, like, most interfaces, like, I know with you, because I'm using Universal Audio, and I know a little bit about mm. Scarlett, Focusrite stuff. Uh, like, their drivers, like, they're all, it's the same driver for whatever product you get. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, the products are different. So that just seems weird that they have a different driver Dude, for different, different products. Dude, it's different for every single one. Yeah, it is. And there's tons of drivers. Like, so, it's... I don't like Tascam. Sorry. I mean, if you guys want to sponsor, whatever. It's the, uh, <laughs> that's, that's cool. was it the interface of podcasters everywhere? Is it? 
Well, is no, that like a cliche? No, I just saw a Hard Times article about oh. a guy who was using a task cam. <laughs> I love the Hard Times. I've said that so many times in the show. Okay, yeah, we always have to talk. What's your favorite, <laughs> uh, your favorite Hard Times article? Oh, damn it. I just saw a new one that I just I don't remember. Uh, Schwegcast posted it. I'm not going to look it up. I'll but, look it uh, up. I'll be the hero. No one needed. But... Don't you're just gonna leave dead air, man? Well, I know like, we're still talking right now. <laughs> Fair enough. You just keep talking as we look up a hard times articles, and I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we just keep. Uh, dude, but they're they're playing, uh, not playing, uh, whatever it is. There's some music festival in um, uh, maybe it's Tennessee uh, that um, that uh, hard times is doing live comedy. Uh, it, like, and they no, I think it's in tent. Brooklyn. Oh, is that where? Okay, okay. It's in somewhere in New York. Dude, I, I like, but I was trying to think, like, how do you, how does that work? Like, they, they don't have, do they have video content? I've never seen Hard Times, mm-hmm. like, videos before, but maybe they're, Okay. Know. So here, here's a couple of Hard Times articles I've found. Oh, punk, found it. Punk Bomb Squad Perplexed by Fourth Court. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 that's a good one. Uh, this is my new favorite one. Festival goer in Native American headdress uses every part of Buffalo Exchange. It's <laughs> so good. Uh, oh, if Buffalo Exchange is a thrift store for those of you who don't know. But uh, yeah, that's. And every white girl at a festival has to wear a goddamn Native American headdress like a racist asshole. Uh, it's like. It's been a couple. <laughs> I haven't actually like been to a festival in a couple. That, test test. Hold it's been on, a while. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. There we go. <laughs> it okay. Looked like my thing was recording for a second. That <laughs> scared me. I know we would have to start over. I know. Meet this quality talk about <laughs> the hard times. Yeah. Seriously. But uh, I haven't been to a I haven't been to a festival I haven't played at in a couple of years. It's been a while. Well, la di da. I'm playing a music festival uh, in November. Ooh. Playing a thing called November Fest. It's like in the middle of Romney, Texas, and just a big old camping music festival this guy from Grapevine throws. And it's pretty fun. Sounds fun. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I mean, do you go, you go to South by Southwest every year, right? I live in South by Southwest every year, sir. I don't go. It's just, <laughs> it it comes here. It just <laughs> encompasses everything. It becomes a monster. But yeah, you just no, have to it's, deal with, it's pretty, uh, I, what Nashville I didn't is 24-7. Actually, I know I'm cool with any everybody that I love. I love South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. Every person that's like either been here a while or from here has grown like jaded by it and kind of hates it. Like I didn't go this past year because I'm pretty sure I was working and I just there like there's been a, a few times I just don't want to deal with it. Like it's because it is super overwhelming and like so much. Like I mean, there's so much to do. There's so many like. Okay, rule of thumb real quick, just before I go on to anybody listening that might be going to South by Southwest, don't ever buy a ticket, don't ever buy a badge, don't ever buy a wristband, unless there is somebody you, unless you're going to Interactive. If you go to Interactive, it's fucking worth it. But And if you go to film, it's super worth it. But music, it's not worth it at all unless you are wanting to wait. Like, I had a friend that had a, the highest level platinum badge that you can get, and she still waited in line to see Prince for seven hours. Like, rest in peace, buddy. But, yeah, he, like, and, and he didn't even play guitar at the show. Like, how, how are you going to go play a Prince show and not play guitar at Prince? Like, 
Uh, but yeah, it's just it's it's not worth it. Like you still wait in line. Like I mean, I there were so many people. I worked security one year for South by, and I'll never do it again. Um, because it like I ended up having to leave. Um, thank God, but uh, it was still really bad. I was like yelling at people to get up against the wall, and it was like. It was a hip hop club, so I felt real awkward. I'm this like skinny white guy. Yo, why did you feel people. awkward at a hip hop club, Tim? Let's, let's. No, I didn't know. I was like, I'm a white guy yelling at black people to get up against a wall outside of a club. Like, oh and geez, I was, like, yeah. To well, it was just to clear the sidewalk. People need to walk, but regardless, I just like I, this. Just seems wrong. I feel like I'm just in a bad episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia right now. Like, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, like it's don't ever buy the tickets. Don't ever buy the. Uh, it, just go to. There's so much free stuff. Like just follow Twitter while you're here doing it, and you can find free food. You can find free beer. You can find it, drinks in general. Um, free shows out the ass. Like, like they're they're all non-official and stuff. And there's even a couple bars that don't even do South by. So if you're like drained and just want to go get cheap beer, there's a couple bars that. Well, you know, don't do it. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's it's a monster, and like, and it's become super super corporate now because like, I mean, the Doritos stage. When I saw the Doritos stage appear one year, I was like, <laughs> oh, here we go. And Jay Z was playing it, um, which was cool. Um, but it's still the Doritos stage right in the middle of downtown. And then, uh, this is when I like. This is when I knew it went downhill. When I came across a McDonald's food truck that you still had to have a badge to get into it to go buy McDonald's out of a truck, just because Austin's known for its food trucks. And like, this is the <laughs> dumbest thing. Like, this is corporatism at its finest. But they have super cool shit. Like, The Simpsons set up a Quickie Mart, and you can go get a, a slurp or was it slushy? Was mm-hmm. it? It's a sl- yeah. Um, uh, which it was so gross, but it was so awesome. Uh, or the 3D stuff, like, or, you know, I, I cl- come away with about 10 pairs of sunglasses every year. I know mm. that. But, um, yeah, one for in each general, day of the week. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it's so, it, yeah. Oh, and that's the thing. Yeah, it goes from Saturday to uh, the next Sunday. So it's like Saturday to Saturday, and then it's like local day on the last Sunday mm-hmm. um, where you can only, I think you can. Only get into bars if you have an Austin ID or something like that. They like force the tourists to go home or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> leave. But uh, yeah, just like no, it, we're done with you. You can leave. <laughs> but um, because yeah, it, let's it's, think about so, it. Like if you're uh, a local band from Austin, you know the people who do want to see your music are only from Austin, nowhere else. Pretty much, yeah. But you still get like I have a lot of friends that play South by uh, Southwest and. Um, that are from here, and it gets them a lot of exposure. I mean, my friends Holiday Mountain played and are, you know, about to probably blow up soon. Look up Holiday Mountain. They're like alien funk. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, like, one plus, yeah, on the Sundays, yeah, you do just want, like, maybe just your friends, like, just the Austin people just mm-hmm. sitting here your music versus every other international asshole that walks through. Well, see, you, you you may think South by Southwest is bad, but let me tell you the situation that happens in Tennessee every year. So oh, y'all have one? So there's Bonnaroo. 
which is oh, like yeah, Manchester, <laughs> Tennessee, which I, I believe that's right. And I believe it's like 45 minutes to an hour away from Nashville. Yeah. So if you, so people who like come around from the country or like take a flight, they fly in from Nashville. And then for some god-awful reason, we put CMA Fest, the same... Oh, there's a festival? Yep. Ugh. Which, like, CMA Festival in itself, like, whatever you think of country music, you know, like, you know having a music festival, it's good for the economy or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, why yeah. do it on the same weekend as Bonnaroo? Or that at the same is kind of dumb. That That's is, dumb. That is the worst part. And so when my parents, like, literally decided to come into town that same weekend, or, like, the end weekend of it, and so, like, their first two nights in their hotel were, like, insane, and then, like, the last two were, like, oh, this is okay. Yeah, no, I, why, don't double up. I mean, it's yeah. just, it makes people annoyed. I know, yeah. that, I know, it just, like, annoys everyone who lives. It's just, like, I mean, it may be good for the economy, but even then, like, there's so many fucking people, I mean, granted, a lot of them are at Bonnaroo, but, like, there's so many people there that they can't, you know, get into your Starbucks mm-hmm. or whatever you're needing to get to, like, I was just in New York. I waited in line for 30 minutes for the bathroom in the Starbucks. There's one bathroom. Mm-hmm. There's also like 50 million Starbucks I could have also gone into, but I had to pee. So, but yeah, that's I my mean, story. That's why I'm on this podcast to talk to you about my pee story from New York. <laughs> but you're also on here for another reason. So tell me about like bad music that you're wanting to talk about. Uh, because like, you you texted me, he's like, I want to be on your podcast. I have things to complain about. So I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. Dude. I don't have a guest this week, so. I just watched the Taylor Swift video after mm-hmm. <laughs> they were the first uh, song. It was like the lyrics video that she made, which is, mm-hmm. and I was like, I hate this so much. There's so much bad shit in the world. Mm-hmm. And then you told me about the Cash Me Outside girl or whatever. God, I hate which we will talk to later in detail. Uh, not not talk to. She's not on the show. <laughs> I'll I'll don't... bring her on the show. Like, uh, yeah, you know what? Literally, fourteen year old. Let's get her on the Bad show. baby. If you want to come on this show, contact Wafflebut info at wafflebutmedia.com. <laughs> I'll just give you any of you. Just if you hit me up on Twitter, I'll give you my yeah. number. DMs even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the number. How old is she? Too. She's she's, she's fourteen. God, she's. I feel like she was fourteen then, like when she was on Doctor Phil. How she, old was she on Doctor Phil? She's forever fourteen. God, wait, hold on. <laughs> How long ago was she, did she become a thing? It had to be in the recent year. Okay, it, it, it's only been a year. It feels like an eternity. Mm-hmm. That uh, God, and then she's popping back up again. Well, well yeah, we'll get to her later. Mm-hmm. Taylor, I'm coming for you, you cheeky, cheeky jerk. I'm not gonna say the b word because that's just mean. But you're a jerk. And you make like you would like I know I get the whole going over from you know um, like David Bowie changed his style over the years, mm-hmm. but he wasn't annoying about it. Like he was cool about it. She Taylor Swift's annoying. Per, I, that's just me. Like, and her music has also become slowly but steadily more annoying. Like a. Sp- Especially the new song. Have you heard the new song? Yep, I've heard or the both the new two songs. new songs. But see, that's the thing. There's a contrast. She redeemed herself with a second mm-hmm. good song, and so I was like, I think like I I think she just released the second song because everybody hated the first song. Like, and she like kind of ripped off Beyonce. Like, I get the like. This is why she's annoying to me is because she doesn't like she doesn't let this Kanye thing go. Like. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what I got out of the video is that she did kind of a like because the lyrics are look what you made me do, 
like she is now because Kanye's thing was that Beyonce should have won and that Beyonce was better. Mm-hmm. And so she's out of complete spite, kind of ripping off Beyonce. It's just so she'll be a little bit more famous and ripping off the lemonade thing. And which she didn't even do much of, but like, it's just like as a songwriter and like having like undertones of, you know, shade throwing at people in my life. Like I get what she's doing and she needs to stop and just fucking move on, mm-hmm. man. Like, it's just, you're just publicly, like, and it's an attention thing, too. It's doing nothing but growing her brand and getting her money. Like, which is fine. That's capitalism. That's music. I'm not dogging on like people. I'm just opinionated, and I'm just annoyed when it's just like, dude, this is, this is like high school shit. Mm-hmm. You're doing, like, expensive, famous high school shit. That's what you're doing. Right now, over something that happened. How long ago was the MTV? And it was at the MTV Movie Awards or Video Awards. Who gives a shit? Nobody mm-hmm. even watches that. Who, who, who watches it? Do you watch that? No, I you don't. The, yeah, nobody watches that. I mean, nobody watches music videos anymore unless it's like super awesome and they do it on Vimeo. Vimeo should do music awards versus mm-hmm. MTV. It's like MTV is just now coming back with music. I hate MTV too. They're, they're the worst thing in music. My God. Jeez, man, your anus has gotten tight. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that are f- fucking annoying when it like comes to the industry that like I used to be a bigger part of. Like at, Back in my day, <laughs> so that's what I feel like I'm doing right now. Rabble, rabble, rabble. Like, I don't know. I miss new Metal, man. <laughs> <laughs> I miss, I'm like, Chester Benningfield died and like... Fuck, I, I'm like, I've been listening to a lot, like, even before he died, like, and even before Cornell died, I was, like, starting to listen to a little bit more 90s and, like, early 1000s stuff a lot. Just, I mean, because it's, I saw, uh, it wasn't even a hard, I thought it was a Hard Times article, it was an AV Club article, though, uh, saying, like, okay, it's time to defend new metal, or something like that, mm-hmm. and it makes some valid points that it really... <laughs> It's not good, but like it's like not terrible. There's been worse music out there. Like at least like there was some depth to that shit and yeah. versus like all the surface level like oh, another thing I hate, Justin Bieber singing in Despacito. I finally heard that song the other night and a long time ago I fe- it was the it was like oh, was it a it was Cinco de Mayo maybe mm-hmm. uh and like last year or the year before, and um, I, or I don't know, it was it was a Spanish holiday, but they it was a Latin pride something. But Spotify had a list on uh, a, a all Latin artists list is like uh, celebrating Latin artists, and Justin Bieber is on the fucking <laughs> thumbnail. I saw that. Like what the hell? I'm like, and then I like bitched about it, and then somebody's like, well, he sings in Despacito. I'm like, I don't care. He's Canadian. He's as far from Mexican as you can possibly be. Like far from, or just Latin in general. He's literally a moose. He's a, just a shitty, shitty moose with abs like for days. So for some reason, well, it's so dumb. What was I thinking? I'm I'm upset that Despacio or Despacito or I'm sorry, I'm Despacito. from Despacito. Despacito. I'm from the Midwest. You, you Kansan shit. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I'm upset that that's the song of the summer because. Oh, is it the song of the summer? I believe no? it oh, became God. the song of the summer. It's I don't even like it that much. I mean, it, the beat was cool. I kind of like the reggaeton style of it, but like. 
But if only Gasolina around, she would she would oh, have been. Lord, no. So, but let's talk about. I want to go back to Taylor Swift for yeah. one moment. So, when in my idea, when to release a new album, you release a single before, and so the singles yeah. can be like, all right, this is the introduction I want to give you into my new music, and so I think, in my opinion. I think Taylor Swift didn't do as good of a job as she wanted to. I think that song's not that bad. I do like the way she did put in uh, I'm Too Sexy for My Shirt, that sample. I think that uh-huh. was cool. I love it when people sample. Like, the beat was cool. Now, I'm not, yeah, the, her be- the beat was catchy. And even then, like, I found myself singing the song under my breath and tapping my foot, like, and shit. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I hate myself for it. It's just like the the thing that I hated most was like the whole uh, Taylor can't come to the phone. Why not? Because she's dead. I'm like mm-hmm. God, shut up. Like so, I think you high schooler. I'm what I'm really hoping for in this situation is that her Kanye Kim and all of them are actually like just using all this for like PR and stuff like that to just help their careers further. Oh, for real. They absolutely are. And that's what hate I hate the most. Like mm-hmm. it's that's nothing but a PR stunt to sell bags or some who knows. What I assume is going on, but the whole point of like her leading single is trying to be a Kanye West diss track. And so like her leading single was Look What You Made Me Do, which is Kanye West diss track, which I think I feel like that's a weak song to start with. I feel it like it really was. The other song was way better. Uh, yeah, and I listened to the other song and like this is this is what I wanted out of a new Taylor Swift yeah. song. Because well, do you think they are doing the releasing multiple singles? Was that originally planned, or did they just like freak out and go, "Okay, we got to release a second one because everybody hates this song"? As far as I'm aware, I believe they probably most of them released two now because they can afford to. Okay. Yeah, and stuff like that. Most likely, but yeah, the second one, but the first one's obviously still gonna be like the top one, which, which Ed Sheeran, like I guess he, when he releases new music, uh, I, mean, I guess they were both more equal, but Shape of You was kind of the leader over Castle yeah. on the Hill. But I feel like that. But the second track is good. So, but to be honest, as someone who loves Taylor Swift, especially her new stuff, I I do want to say that I love her the deep cuts way more than I love like those singles. Because uh-huh. the my favorite song in 1989, and I actually think it's probably my favorite Taylor Swift song, is "I Wish You Would." That's just like a just a deep cut produced by Jack Antonoff of Bleachers. If you don't know who that is, you should go listen to it because Bleachers is probably my favorite. Or Bleachers, Jack Antonoff is probably my favorite songwriter producer of all time. Who you seeing today? Are you going to see that's what I'm seeing Wednesday. That's oh, what Wednesday. we had to reschedule right, right. this, oh, right, this right, interview right. for today because I'm going to see Bleachers, which I'll talk about in the intro. How much I love Bleachers. Round number two, live number two, but that's why I think, I think from what I'm aware of, I think we're going to get a good Taylor Swift album from the second single. Hey man, as long as it's fine. Yeah, from the second single, it sounded great, but Mm -hmm. like I, ah, the first one was just so bad and it just like sparked in my head. I was just sitting there like, God, there's so much bad shit in the world right now. I just like to pretend the songs about, uh, well, that. Calvin Harris and not uh, Kanye, and then it just oh, makes it's it... totally about Kanye. Yeah, it's absolutely about Kanye. But it makes it easier. And probably for me to Calvin listen to. Harris too. I mean, okay, now the music video for it. Did you watch the mm-hmm. actual music video? Yeah. Yes. Okay, the end part was funny. Yeah, like, I love that. Cle- very clever. Like it, like the video wasn't like terrible, but that end part definitely made me laugh. I'm like, oh, okay, you at least can have some sort of sense of humor. You're still a shitty person, <laughs> but like, 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Most nah, I'm I'm just opinionated and an asshole, and I'm older now. I'm I'm getting in my curmudgeon-y, I don't like the new yeah, things. You're like what? Twenty-seven. Thirty. Oh, you're thirty. I'm thirty, son. Oh wow, my boss is thirty. Yeah. Listen yeah. to that, folks. We're in the Mark Maron. Hey, like, folks. You're like twenty-five. Man. I'm Twenty-four, well, actually. Oh, whoa, for real? Damn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who knew? They were way older. Wait, how old's Brett? Brett's. Who are you? My brother, uh, Sam, and uh, I mean Sam and I know each other through my brothers. But who are you friends with technically? <laughs> well, I'm Brad or Brett. Brett's. Well, me and Brad are the same age. So oh, and then okay. Brett's like four years older than me. Yeah, Brett's. Yeah, because Brett's like a year younger than Alana. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's nobody cares about this. Uh, <laughs> anyways, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Dude, what's your opinion on the whole? releasing singles versus albums well i'm on defense on that i like i like i like albums because again i'm old but well it's, uh, it's different when you if it, it depends on it if you're just going to release a song or if you're going to release a song to promote an album right so there's two different camps on that one it's just releasing a single it's kind of weird because you're not like thinking as like a I'm, I think more of a like, what's the big picture going to be? Is this just going to stand alone? It's going to be an EP. Is going to be an album? But uh, Taylor Swift mm. was obviously releasing singles to promote an album, and which you kind of want to do because that gets like people excited for the album, and that's kind of how you start. Not everyone's Beyonce, and they just be like, all right, here's my album. Yeah. But um, I think singles. Which in the right people context. should do that more though. Mm-hmm. I, I like the Beyonce thing. That was that was rad. I mean, I did Taylor that, done that with my first album, but no one cared. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that you, we can't as lower tier people, we, we, we can't we, do that. <laughs> I am not like, Beyonce. Oh yeah, so somebody released a thing. Who? Who? Oh, wait, the other ten thousand people that probably released something on the same day. Great, cool. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right, bye, Felicia. It's, it's, bye, Felicia. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I. I wouldn't Bruno Mars, wouldn't he just all singles at the start? He didn't have an album, right? I, he wrote I for other I, people at first. Yeah, yeah, but like when his music started coming out, he didn't have a full-on album. He just kept releasing songs, right? As far as I'm aware, because he has doo-wops and hooligans, that's as far as I'm aware. Yeah, like um, he re- he did it, pulled it all of it together, but like when I was hearing him come out, one, I thought he was a woman. Like he just, it's his face. He's just got a real feminine face. Like I was, I, again, he sound, his voice is so high-pitched. Like, mm-hmm. and then I looked at him closer for more than five seconds. Like, oh my God, he's just a really pretty guy. Right on. Uh, but <laughs> like he, yeah, he only had uh, singles for like the longest time I noticed. Or maybe I just completely did not pay any bit of attention because again, I thought he was a woman initially. Mm-hmm. Well, as far as I'm aware, like, I mean, I'm, and I'm also looking right now and I think, yeah, he just started, well, he started writing for other people and then he was featured on some and then. He did eventually make doo-wops and hooligans, right. and so. But Bruno Mars is oh, I love Bruno Mars, Dude, especially yeah. his because like his first two albums, they're just you know like the singer songwriter like love songs and stuff like that. And then this new this new album is just all fun dance tracks, which I just yeah you can't. It's like a completely different person, but it's so great. And like the songs are so good, even if you're just like, well, these songs aren't like deep or anything. I'm like. 
But the songwriting is so fantastic. They're party songs. Like, that's the whole... Sometimes songwriting doesn't have to be deep. Like, I mean, that's something I try and avoid and fail at. Because like all, all my songs are personal songs, mm-hmm. mostly. But, like, I haven't written any dancey things. And he's a... Perf- Bruno Mars, he's a great songwriter. But he's also a performer, too. And he's a phenomenal performer. Dude, he these, is Rick James reincarnated, is who he is. And these like, songs were written James, to be performed. Uh, that's the whole point of uh, these songs. James Brown. Mm-hmm. He's James Brown. He's our generation's James Brown, hands down. Mm-hmm. So, so before we go on break, I want to I want a precursor with everything you did to prepare yourself to watch the Cash no. Me Outside Girls. <laughs> We're not gonna precursor anything I did. We'll just say I, I had some beers. I'll, I'll <laughs> <laughs> but, but tell me tell me your reaction after watching it. Uh uh, I mean, it maybe. If you don't remember, I'm gonna do pull this. up the, the text. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I just remember definitely feeling devastated, wanting. Oh yeah, okay, I know. I kind of remember. <laughs> here's what I. Here's what I. <laughs> you can read it. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed remember. the Wix commercial before <laughs> the music video. <laughs> Keep reading. <laughs> I remember what I said now. <laughs> That's all it said. <laughs> no, that's not what it said. Did I write more? Hold on. It said I uh, enjoyed the Wix commercial more. Uh, come on, man. Um, oh, Lord. Now I lost it. Lordy, lordy, lord. Uh, lordy, lordy, lord. Um, there we go. I found it. And then oh. like, the Wix commercial <laughs> before the video was better. I actually watched the commercial to stall, and I hate Wix. I wish the Wix commercial had been longer, hours longer. <laughs> Dude, yeah. it's It was, like, the beat was fine. Um, yeah, t- let's talk about it in a second. Here. So we're going to take a break, <laughs> and then we're going to come back and do it, okay? So don't touch that dial. So beautiful. 
start talking about bad baby aka the cash me outside girl aka danielle brigatini or however you say her last name oh god so she has a song called these hoes how do you spell it h-e-a-u-x hoes traditionally (laughs) the traditional spelling of hoes and so here is my initial reaction to it, and then we'll, we can go into your reaction. So my initial reaction, I'm like, she still talks like she can't talk, and so she's rapping. So uh, spoken oh word God, medium yeah. is not in her best interest, and th- th- I hate it because the beat's catchy and the song's kind of catchy as well. Ugh. It's it's catchy, but like, like again, like the same thing with Taylor Swift. It. it it's just, I don't want it. I want it to go away. <laughs> like, and who, like, who paid for her to do this song? Like, do, who, do you know who produced it at all? Like, uh, what son of a bitch, like, released this onto the world, like, out of the meme verse? I don't Like, you were supposed know. to just be a thing to laugh at for I, a month. I know, but the, the whole, it sounds just like a SoundCloud rapper. 
It does. It's not good. It's like it's super mediocre. I mean, the, like you said, the beat's super catchy, and it's I mean, as well produced as you know, Ableton can produce a thing for a person. But like, I'm guessing know, it, Fruity Loops. Fruity Loops. Yeah. Uh, That's where all the worst beats are made. I tell everyone yeah. who's like PC based to switch. You to, like Fruity Loops? No, I, like I hate Fruity Loops. Fruity Loops. <laughs> They're not terrible beats. I mean, old Fruity Loops is good. Well, I mean, old Fruity Loops is also all we had, really. No, I think Fruity Loops is like I've used. I've used it. I can say I've used it, and it's terrible. I, if anyone's, I, I need to use it again. If I you're gonna use a PC, a you need to just use Ableton. That's like probably if you're gonna make okay. anything like you would make in Fruity Loops, you need to use Ableton. Sam. Okay, I don't think. Hello. There is a producer. I don't think the producer wanted their name on this song. <laughs> so you, just, you cut out. I don't think, man, we're having some technical difficulties. I don't think yeah. any producer wanted her on this song. Wait, what do you mean? Like, the producer of the song didn't want his name associated with it. Oh, so there's nothing on the wiki page for it? I couldn't find anything. Oh, shit. So, I, so maybe she did this herself? Yeah, oh I God. doubt it. Or the guy in the car in the music video? Probably. Maybe. It was probably like... The uh, only other person in it. Oh, oh yeah, and then there. Oh my God, it was like protesting. Oh God, if you really want to torture yourself, go watch the video. There's like moms protesting, like her, like saying that everybody hates me, but I'm I'm the shit. Like, shut up, you're 14. God, like, what are you doing with your life, kid? No, these hoes be fake flossing. Fake ass Julie got oh, a neck yeah. rash or something God. like that. Jesus. And, like, the, no. the problem I have is Pass. that she's trying to be sexy, and I'm like, you're 14, you're not sexy. Yeah, you, this is not a thing. You don't want to, nobody, God, and you're, we all laughed at you. Like, you, like, you're a, she's a joke. Mm-hmm. Does she not realize this? Does she really think that she's some badass rapper bitch that's going to, like, take over the scene? Come on, man. Like, <laughs> are you serious? Like, I mean, you're, I, I know you're, she's serious in her own head, but, like, Someone give this kid a wake-up call, like, for the love of God. Like, she we've had Jesus. child rappers before, and they were fine. Bow Wow was fine. Even Lil' Romeo was fine, but they had positive influences. This girl needs to be put in a timeout or something. I don't know. So, in, in like, the same... Discipline. <laughs> because I just feel like this is a... The way I'm looking at it, this is a SoundCloud rapper who actually already has some fame. And yeah, more than like what, three followers. 17 million Instagram followers or something. Oh, God. Ugh. And so I, I do want to talk about like these SoundCloud rappers. Like it's kind of a new medium and a new style. And for me in rapping where it's like because I don't my initial response is I don't go to SoundCloud for music. I go to Spotify because I have a Spotify membership. Right. Because you can save 7% off your year if you use DistroKid and get your music <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Get your music on uh, all these major platforms. I was waiting for you to do it at some point. I know we have to. <laughs> no, do it. Keep going. So yeah, that's all. That's pretty much it. You, you heard what's, the ad before. What's the you promo know? code? Schwegcast. Oh, surprising. It's. It's was it? Um, Dude, yeah. Districtkid.com slash VIP slash Schwegcast. By the way, like I'm not even I'm not sponsored by Districtkid, and I use them. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. I used it before this, even before you got sponsored. Mm-hmm. 
You well, you told me about them too. Mm-hmm. I should have given you a referral link. Oh yeah. Well, it was before you even. I think it was before you did the show. Yeah. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. But anyways, yeah. So like, I don't understand like SoundCloud. Like you can easily, obviously, get your music on all the major platforms. And so like, why are like people just specifically well, you doing it soundcloud pay for it and most people don't know about distro kid i mean every in college and everywhere like when you search you know put my music on spotify all that comes up is TuneCore and uh TuneCore, right yes that that's one TuneCore and cd baby yes yeah cd baby does it but they're all basically i looked at when i was looking at that stuff both their websites are identical Mm-hmm. And so, and their prices are identical. I'm like, so you are the same company then? Like, but even then, the founders of both those companies ended up liking DistroKid more. Yeah, and like, that's right. Yeah, like it's on their website. Like it's the best, and it is, but the best. I got like all my music's on iTunes. This is it. Still isn't the ad. This is just beneficial for you people out there to know this. Like, you don't need to. I put my music on SoundCloud. Because I, I believe you need to be everywhere. I mean, I would put it on MySpace if I could figure out the new myspace mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> i can't um but yeah like put your music everywhere even soundcloud as long as it's around for the next you know allegedly it was 40 days but mm-hmm. now it's still around they got a vc uh influx of cash but um no i like yeah all my music's on itunes it's what i'm what are we on so, uh, spotify itunes Sound, soundcloud um google there's a google store amazon uh I mean, a couple others, maybe not. I don't know. I didn't put my shit on everything just because mm. I didn't want to bother going and looking at every Because nobody uses mm-hmm. some of the things that are on there, at least not enough to where I give a shit. But uh, God, remember Groove Shark, by the way? Yeah. Um, our, yeah. When I was in school, our uh, jazz professor would list, send us links through Groove Shark. Dude, Groove Shark was, man, that was awesome. That was actually pretty good, yeah. Yeah. So It was clunky, but it was good. Uh, yeah, but SoundCloud, I don't know, like, the, the rappers, I, I'm friends with some people that uh, are rappers, and then, um, I guess you, I wouldn't call them SoundCloud rappers, because they have moderate success. Uh, you already know who this Clack is. and Flow, oh crap, I forgot, it. Uh, Swish Fitty, mm-hmm. I think is what he goes by. I don't remember his technical rap name. I just know him by his regular name, mm-hmm. <laughs> Aaron. But, but let's think about <laughs> but, it, like. So, I mean, like, we distribute this podcast through SoundCloud, and I, it is really yeah. simple to do. This my my podcast. But, yeah. like, and so I do like it for that because it's just easy. You just get your link, and I just put it anywhere I need to put it on. But how about the idea, what about, like, is for music? So I kind of did an experiment with my mixtape and my album. The album is on Spotify and Apple Music and all, all those places, and then my like my mixtape is exclusively on Bandcamp, and uh-huh. I get more love Bandcamp, which Bandcamp is great, but I get more uh, of a like I get more traffic to my Spotify page, my Apple Music page, yep. before my Bandcamp page. Even though like the the mixtape is free, like it's just a free download, people yeah. still listen to the album more than they'll listen to that. So well, it's because they're apps. Mm-hmm. That's why. Like SoundCloud is an app, and Apple Music is an app that you can download. You can't down well. You can download a Bandcamp app, but like you have to literally go to your desktop usually. Like, and I think you have to pay for the Bandcamp app, don't you? No, they have like a premium feature. Oh, do they? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Which, in my in my sense, like, is SoundCloud the best format to 
distribute your music from, like exclusively Spotify and not SoundCloud? Sound is SoundCloud the best one? Yeah, um, like, is it a good medium if you just keep music there? I don't. Well, it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I don't know these days since it like I, I I mean I don't know what the traffic is. I mean SoundCloud's in danger of going under. Mm-hmm. kind of a thing so like is that mean their traffic is down is if the traffic is down then no but like i said i'm a firm believer just being everywhere and soundcloud's super simple uh like to do i mean you just you upload your shit it can be in a, an album a playlist you tag it bag it it's good it's good to go like um, you already know who this is <laughs> yeah you know who this is it's easy it's easy to track people who listen people can comment on the tracks and stuff which is pretty cool and it's, I mean, it's kind of a social media network for music and generally like people, I know a lot of people that do genuinely, like my friend Alex loves going on SoundCloud and finding rappers and like new shit all the time. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's a niche thing. I think almost like it's a good, it, the best way to do it is to do it through, you know, uh, a distribution service like DistroKid or CD Baby, specifically DistroKid, use DistroKid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh like other than that like because even then with uh, th- that like on once you sign up for spotify what do you call it, analytics or something like that you can uh track you know your activity people listening you know where they're from blah 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 and i don't think you, i don't think you can do that on soundcloud i mean soundcloud's just soundcloud's just like myspace it was it, it's there now it probably won't be there in a couple years put your shit up there now um they don't own your sh- your music, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they. Do, if, so I would need you, you need to take it down, then. Like if they own your music, then don't put your music on there anymore. I mean, no, they don't own your music. I mean, it's, I mean that's it's, that's law. Like it's still. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, because well, I know like if if you upload pictures to Instagram, you, they technically own that picture now. Mm-hmm. Like the kind of a thing. Yeah, music law is a little bit more. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't know if it, like, well, they, they, yeah, music law hasn't been updated since 1998 either. So they mm-hmm. need to. It's a little more secure like, than. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. That's good. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I worry. Like, I guess nobody's really focusing on, like, music and moot, like, and the entertainment industry as a whole and, like, regulate. There is, I guess they pretty much nipped it in the bud back then. Like, it's you know the, I mean the pay rate I think should be adjusted mm-hmm. on some of the things I don't know and, that, and that's I, the thing with streaming like I think if you take streaming streaming is a good thing they just gotta we just gotta adjust some things with it yeah speaking speaking like America the podcast like it's like a mm-hmm. it was like Obamacare it's like it, it's a good idea it just needs to be adjusted yeah exactly like it's just there I mean. Nobody's been like, there was a, a tweet I saw from Bette Midler a long time ago. It was like, it said, like, my song has been streamed like 7 million times and I just got my check for $120. <laughs> like, or something like that. Like, what the fuck is this? And, like, I think Apple Music pays artists a little bit more mm-hmm. by doing it, um, which is cool. And so does uh, Tidal. Oh, yeah. I think we're on Tidal, too. Um, through DistroKid, mm-hmm. but uh, are we on Title? Yeah, I, I don't have all the major I, platforms. Sweet, I I don't have Title. I wish I did, but I can't afford a second one. Anyways, um, but yeah, it's. Wait, 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 I lost my train of thought because I was <laughs> giving one of that damn commercial. Uh, what? 
chug, oh, you said I lost my train of thought, and I was like, chugga chugga choo choo. Oh. <laughs> it was a joke, <laughs> like, you know. Every great joke yes, ends with I, I'm joking. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I know I was probably rambling, but um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's all. Well, I, you I know, know. God works in mysterious good. ways. Sound, like SoundCloud's good um, in general, but at the end of the day, you really just need to be everywhere and put your shit out through, you know, a distribution company and be on absolutely everything. Oh yeah. We're talking about money. That's right. Yeah. Well, they don't, um, yeah, the, the whole adjusting for, um, uh, what's it called? Satellite, not satellite radio. Um, what's the technical term for the mechanical royalties? Um, sync for sync. Yes. Sync, uh, royalties. Uh, thank you. And that needs, but at the same time, like, how are these companies able to uh, pay out when, you know, Spotify costs, what, $11 a month or something like that? It's not, it's not $10 a month. And it has around, you know, a few millions, you know, people that use it, like say it's 50 million people. So, okay. Mm -hmm. So 10 million people, uh, are, or sorry, sorry, it's uh, $10 a month at 50 million people. That's $500 million mm-hmm. a year and subscriber fees. There's no ads. I, and then, okay, you have the people with that. So maybe that's strict. That, say it's a billion-dollar company. That billion-dollar company then has to pay out every single artist that's on there on top, like, the amount, like, you can't f- run your company off of that yeah. like that's a billion dollars of intake not counting the amount of money that it takes so when i hear about spotify and soundcloud and all that shit like if you want to sell your music there like through things like district you can go and like with on apple and it will like my music is for sale on apple.com or app, not whatever their apple itunes store is mm-hmm. but it's free the same exact album is free on spotify but it's also a, a, a random different price on Bandcamp. But it's also for, uh, actually, it's not free on uh, Spotify, or sorry, on uh, SoundCloud. I didn't put it on there. I put a EP of it on there. But, uh, like, it, at the end of the day, like, I've got friends that, like, are either hate it or love it. Like, and those that hate it, I say, man, it's free promotion. Your music is now out there for anybody to listen to at any time. Like, if you were, I get that everybody wants to make, money making music but it is not the 70s anymore it is very hard to do that you are one in a percentage of a penny of music musicians in the world and musicians on the internet and people making music like it's the hard fucking truth it sucks like i wanted nothing more than to tour the world and you know be a rock star musician when like all throughout my life and i'm probably not going to be because there's a lot of other people that are going to do the same thing. Like, you've got to just accept the fact that Spotify is a gift of music to everyone for a cheap price. And you are getting your stuff promoted out through that on top of every other music platform that's out there. If you are good enough, you will be found and you will skyrocket and you will catch on. Like, there are a lot of good people out there that you know, that deserve fame. And there are a lot of famous people out there that don't deserve the fame that they have. Mm -hmm. It's just the way the world works and it sucks. But at the end of the day, 
you know, don't like the royalties definitely do need to be adjusted. Sure. But, you know, also musicians don't need to be making a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm on a lot of people probably disagree with that. Like, but there's no need for, you know, to have a bunch of fucking cars in a McMansion and to be paid out the ass for, you know, you know, I love my craft, but it, like, and I, I defend how much, you know, musicians get paid because it, they legally have to be paid a certain amount. Like it's like the point, uh, zero nine cents for every time it's played on the radio. Um, and every time a song is sold, um, or an album. So like if you, um, sell an album, you make basically like 10 cents or something maybe or that's wrong uh it's less than a dollar but yeah there's in in the the constitution sonny bono of sonny and Cher used to be a congressman before he died this is like his crown jewel he it's a yeah percentage um that of royalties that you know if sign up by the way sign up for ascap bmi or csac all you people out there who want to make money as musicians uh they're uh, performance rights organizations and they track all your shit for you um, make sure you get paid. Also, Sound Exchange. Sign up on SoundExchange.com. Um, anyways, uh, with that law, that you get paid a certain percentage. I, I don't remember off the top. I think it's like point zero nine per song sold. And radio is a slightly different thing. And sync licensing, which is Pandora, Spotify, all that stuff. Um, that's also a different percentage, and it's an even lower percentage just because of it's played so often. Like, your song is not going to be played on the radio all the time unless you're Nickelback or um, Great you know, example. Ed Shireen. Or Ed Shireen has played just as much as Nickelback. Um, and someday, Bad Baby, um, <laughs> if she believes in herself. But, uh, so they musicians have to technically get paid the amount that they do. But, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm rambling on my anti-billionaire millionaire stance like but it, there's just no point to be it's the same with athletes too I, I don't know like if we don't pay cops teachers and firefighters that amount but we're gonna pay somebody to write a goddamn song about you know ripping off beyonce or you know fucking you know whatever nickelback writes their shitty or songs these hoes. About. like or these ho- god oh my god i don't want to know how much money she's making off that damn song um hopefully none but she's definitely making money, though, mm. like because she's famous and like, dude, don't get me started on the amount of money people make off fucking Instagram photos. Ugh. But look it up, people. Like how much Selena Gomez, Kim Kardashian make per Instagram post, and you will die inside. The answer is five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So like, I don't know. It. I don't think that. You know, when people are bitching about, oh, I'm not getting paid enough on Spotify. I mean, if you're a famous musician like Bette Midler, I love you, but fuck off. Like, you... <laughs> e- yes, I told Bette Midler to fuck Carol, off. Carol, it's a Christian like, podcast, apparently. Right. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> I just think it is for some reason. Uh, <laughs> but, like, you, you've made so much money. Like, do you really need to make more? Like, I get, like, this is, I get it's your, your your property and your art. Like, I understand the argument, and I understand this is technically how it has to be. But at the end of the day, chill with the greediness. 
musicians, like, you were in this to be passionate about something. Like, if you truly want are in it for the money, then you're doing it for the wrong thing. Like, you are getting promotion off of Spotify, off Pandora, off Bandcamp, off SoundCloud. Like, not everything is supposed to be handed to you the second you upload your track that you recorded mm-hmm. on your inbox. Like, it's... You, you, like, I did not expect my album to do anything really i wasn't sitting like i made it because i made it like if you really truly 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 want to like aggressively go after that paycheck like i mean hound record labels then go put your shit like get your shit to them like do something right like don't just think that you are entitled to that you your band has like a hundred thousand plays you're entitled to a hundred thousand dollars like that's not how the world works like you buy one song off itunes for a hundred thousand dollars like my friend's band letter kills sold eighty thousand albums and didn't see a dime and that was before internet streaming like that was like i think even pre-youtube almost Mm -hmm. like it's so yeah musicians stop being greedy stop make better music and you know, leave Spotify alone. It's the greatest thing in the entire world. At least they're not de- like, you know, at least they're not straight up stealing your music anymore. I don't remember the last time I torrented an album. Yeah, no, that's at all. That's why I find the benefit of it in. That's why I'm just saying just readjust. I may it. or may not have torrented Jay-Z's album cuz I can't afford title. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I didn't. I probably didn't. But I probably did. Sorry. So Jay-Z. anyways, it's a great talk. So I do want to ask you a question since this episode is one giant ad. You've you've been driving for Lyft, right? <laughs> True. I have been driving for Lyft, yeah. And you all know how great Lyft is, obviously. So I, I do want to ask you a question. I've been trying to just survey as much as I can. So if a single person is getting a ride, what's the seat you prefer them to sit in? The back. You prefer the back? Yes, I I prefer the back and silent to be honest, but that's just me. I don't like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I'm also cool talking to anybody. If you sit in the front, honestly, I I'm cool talking to people no matter what. I'm I'm joking. Uh, but like yeah yeah, back and quiet is fine. There's a meme on the internet about that that always makes me laugh. Uh, it was just like dot, dot 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 like driver and passenger and like just not talking and then just <laughs> five star five star <laughs> rating for each person. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, yeah, no. If you're sitting in the front, talk. Just talk. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like, don't don't sit in the front awkwardly silent. I hate that. That's mm-hmm. my. That's the thing I hate the most. I don't care where you sit. Just if you're sitting in the back and you don't want to talk, cool. If you want to talk, fine. But if you sit in the front, it's so awkward. Like you have no idea how awkward you're making it, but because you didn't. I mean, I personally like sitting in the back seat. You're getting driven. Like why are you? Like if you get car sick, I totally get it. Uh-huh. Like. That's fine. Like, my girlfriend gets car sick and sits in the front of Ubers and shit, so whatever. But she also talks to people. She's not an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. Um, see, see, I know. Like, I, I get more talkative when I drink, and so... Yeah, then that's fine. That's mm-hmm. why I like drinking. so, people. like, when I say, when I'm really drunk, like, this guy named Jerome had to deal with a couple weeks ago. I was just, like, <laughs> talking to him, just like, yeah, fuck Uber. <laughs> so, like, I'm just, like, stuff like that. And so, yeah, I actually use Lyft, so that's all great. And, you know, 9 out of 10 Lyft drivers get 5 stars, so. Oh, yeah, I have a perfect rating on Lyft and the other apps as well. Mm-hmm. So if you're yeah. in Austin and need a Lyft driver or, you know, one of the other ones, hit me up, Hit man. up Tim, he'll talk to you about the globalists and the... Yeah, 
I'm talking about globalism, how it's, you know, perfectly fine and, you know, everybody should have health care and homes and food. So, especially in Texas. Watch that on America the Podcast. America the Podcast. That's my, that's my show. I know you also, if you check out the recent episode, you'll catch me on there. Cash, oh, yeah. You'll cash me outside on that episode. Oh, God. Now I'm not, now I'm not going to air. <laughs> I so, don't want to air that episode anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to delete it from the, the feed now. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll find it, yeah. You'll find me on there. And uh, I talk about the natural statement. And I, yeah. I actually get out of my comfort zone and have to talk. So for those of you who complain about this podcast not being Christian enough for some reason. Definitely go to America the Podcast and see what happens. <laughs> especially especially if you're a podcast, a Christian podcast that blocks me on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Are they Christians? Or I thought they were like they used to be. Oh, they used to be pastors. Past, pastors. Pastards. Yeah, but they still have that mindset of, you know. Oh, okay. You know how like you don't so, like Christians because they're smug? It's like them, yeah. but they have progressive views. Oh, okay. So, so just smug Christians so, that like gay people. Okay. Yeah, we're not going to name their podcast on the air, but yeah. We sort of did. So, like, you can be a progressive <laughs> Christian and you can not also. An asshole. <laughs> you can still be an asshole. So, three guys who are assholes. Uh, yeah, I don't understand why they blocked you. I really, that you did nothing. Like, I, I even went in, like, was like prepared to do like corporate damage. Like, oh god, what mm-hmm. did he do? And like, yeah, nope. He didn't do anything. Like, I was like, fuck these guys. Then <laughs> screw that. Yeah, no, attack away <laughs> if you want. So, so yeah, that that's my side of the story because they talk shit about me on their podcast all the time. Apparently, <laughs> so do they really? Yes, they do. What? Mm-hmm. Do you know these people? Um. Well, I mean, like they're friends of a friend, and so I'm just like, hey, let's let's be Facebook, let's be Twitter friends, and so. And then they, oh, apparently, they talk shit about you. Yeah. Oh my god! Let's Dude, let's just uh, let's also say that they don't like it when people say their podcast isn't. They only like it when people say great things about their podcast. And oh, at the end, like Trump. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They like every at the end of every of the, all of their episodes, they read the top ten tweets that praise their podcast. Oh god. Dude, and they read uh, they read all the five star reviews. So uh, who cares? Read the one, dude. You know what Maddox? If he'll ever, if anybody out there knows who Maddox is, mm-hmm. you're a good person. You Sam, if you don't look him up, but yeah, he would read the bad tweets. He would. That's what I do. He owns yeah. up to his shit. <laughs> like here, at Waffle Bob Media, we <laughs> read our bad tweets. <laughs> Luckily, there's not many. If our anuses are tight, we over. come on someone else's podcast and complain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. That's <laughs> what we do here at this network. And so, yeah, um, if you are a Christian podcast and you talk shit on another podcast, go fuck Never yourself. Never a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you say fuck. That's funny. <laughs> this Christian podcast right here. Yeah, it's probably not good Christian oh enough. God. We like everyone here. Yeah. And if you look at our track record, we have not blocked a single person. No, we won't either. I don't block people. Yeah. Oh, funny thing about that podcast before we end to know, they, at one point, I they were kind of trying to diss me on Instagram. And so... <laughs> oh my God. Let's just say... I didn't realize I had gone this far. <laughs> yeah. And so I decided to, I decided to actually put in fire uh-huh. because I'm the comeback king, FYI. He is. And so, and they, I got a huge message. And then they deleted their comments. So, like I said, if you're going to get into a fight with someone online, don't delete your comments. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Because I screenshot them. Own up. 
Yeah, the internet's forever. Deleting your comments doesn't do shit. Like, so. and so if you scrubbed. if you guys decide to come on my podcast, if you guys want to act like men and come on my podcast, uh, I'll be more than happy to talk to you. Dude, yeah. Now, if we hit us up, DMs, and we'll we'll hash it out. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, man, nobody should hate each other, especially Christians. Mm-hmm. Like, stop hating on people. Stop yeah. talking shit about other podcasts. Be We're all in this together. Men, come down to Nashville. We can talk. If you want to be boys, just keep talking shit about your podcast. Or you can also be a man and just Skype interview them. <laughs> no, they're real men. They'll come down here. Ah, uh, that's true. Okay, get down. Get down to Nashville. Come, come down from your Indiana or, shithole and come down and... Oh, Indiana. Uh, yep, that, that does that explain even more? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like Pawnee, Indiana. That's not even that's, a real town. <laughs> I know it's not real, but I Still wish Still better it than was. the rest of Indiana. I have watched Parks and Rec probably every day for the past three years, and I don't regret a single day. Good. Anyways. <laughs> so, okay, so, Tim, that's where, it. where can we find all your, where can we find all your shit? Uh, Twitter is the Timmy Two Step T I M M Y I I S T E P. Um, I am the co-host of America the Podcast. Um, at A T P W B M with the bastard who does host it. He is a uh, uh, now a resistance member and um, a uh, the embodiment of capitalism and America. Uh, follow him on at Bastard Comedy. And this is this Bruce is the, the world we've gone well, to. Yeah. Uh, Bruce and the Boys, I'm co-host of that. It's a Dallas Cowboys podcast. If y'all like um, that shit, if like I don't know, if you like the Cowboys, we're right up your alley. Fact based and all the shit that you want to hear. Also, there's beer. So, what's the Bruce and Bruce and the Boys? Uh, what brew? Oh, no specific one, and none that we can legally say. <laughs> Bud, Here, Hi- uh, Bud uh, Heiser. Fork, and- Four Corners. How about that? We haven't had it on the show, but that's my friend's brewery, so I could say that one. Four Corners. Four <laughs> Corners beer. It's real good. It's real, real good. some Budheiser, Red Moon. But, but Red Moon. <laughs> I think, actually, they have one that is called Red Moon. I think it's like a Oops. red ale. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not sure. Might be red wrong, Sun. They, red Sun, there you go. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this is fun. And so, like always, thank you for listening. Hit me up at Sam Schwegler at the Schwegcast. Check out more shows like this one at wafflebuttmedia.com. If you're a Christian, po- if you're a Christian podcast from Indiana, come down to Nashville and fight me. And like always, stay <laughs> or awesome. Or talk it out. <laughs> and stay awesome. <laughs>